how do y'all? I'm Leslie. I'm Laurie, and welcome to Sumo, Sumo Kaboom, Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. Yeah, and we are talking again about this March Basho, which is a fun free-for-all Basho. Oh I am goodness. loving this. Twists and turns, everyone. Twists and turns. Yeah, I'm just really digging what's happening. I hope you are too. What I'm seeing on the socials is that lots of people are liking it. It's unpredictable. It is truly any man's game and we're all behind the guy who is in the lead right now but right. we'll talk more about that in a second That's first right. off some news i don't have any real big news on like in the pro sumo world but i wanted to mention i totally forgot to mention this last week we had the U.S. National Championship of the North American Qualifying Event that happened in Orlando on March 9th and 10th. My biggest apologies. I did not intend to uh, skip over this. We just saw pictures coming in and life has been so crazy busy. So I wanted to say congratulations to everyone who competed, everyone who did well. And I think the winners, they're going to Tokyo, I think. So... I need to uh, figure out exactly what the next step is in their process because there are so many different events and it does kind of confuse me. There's the USSF and then there's there's too many organizations. But anyway, I just wanted to send a shout out to say everyone who wrestled, uh, we saw a lot of the pictures. Congratulations. And even if you're not qualified to go on to the next event, know that we're behind you. And uh, we love this sport growing in the amateur world world and just it's so fun to see the excitement and the numbers increase so great job that's pretty much all i got except for jurio watch oh jurio watch monster watch Mo well the monster of Ray rewa uh ochi is looking good and uh the hubbub has been whoever his coaches are at sweet tutori high and uh, mm -hmm. what's the other one uh saitama mm -hmm. uh high school that that the uh, Oyakatas need to get in contact with whoever those coaches are. Like help my boys? Help these coaches learn how to train like you train these high schoolers. I finally saw a clip of him today, him wrestling. Yeah. And the guy is uh, like scary good. Oh my God. He's amazing. I mean, he has what, he's, two losses right now? And he lost to solid. Atami Fuji yeah. on day 10, who. I just watched that fight. That was a great, great fight. fight. Yeah. And I, I did love that Atami Fuji won. But, you know, looking at this kid, looking at his muscle development in his lower half, I mean, he's he a brick is house. A beast. It's yeah. very exciting. Also, Asanoyama is pretty much, I think he's still got that one loss sitting there, but it's assured. He will be continuing up into Makauchi in May. So, so we'll there's some soon. good news there. And he's looking good. I did also watch today Tochi Notion. Uh, it looked like he either disconnected his shoulder again. I mean, it was just kind of like a pathetic fight that he had to give up halfway through. He stepped out. So you were watching so... Kenta Mayama on YouTube, and right? Did you watch it that way? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. they gave a couple of uh, a couple of highlights from Jurio. Yeah. But there's been, of course, Jurio this time is like we've said before is packed with all stars. Yeah. Enho, everybody is there that we loved and we've seen before, and so it's been very fun for me to watch Jurio this time. Not only has that been fun, but all of our favorite people who give us video of sumo on YouTube are back at it, even though they all got taken down. They're all back. Yeah, they're all back. <laughs> it's really strange. They just started new channels. <laughs> I know. 
So it's as if nothing changed. So it's, I'm a little, I'm celebrating a little behind the scenes at the same time. I know, but I think these videos are probably only going to be up for a very short period of time Maybe before they it. get caught again. But whatever know. the case is, we're we're running around with these pirates of the internet and enjoying their content. But NHK, if you're listening, JSA, if you're listening, we are dying to have the content that we'll buy it. We'll just plain up. Like, we'll buy the content if you will provide it for us in America. We will. Not everybody has access to yep. the, Jap- the the Japanese channel on cable. And uh, so if there was a way, we would we would gladly buy it. We would prefer to buy it legitimate. Um, but until then, I'm going to enjoy the heck out of some pirated video. Arr. Shall we jump into Breakdowns? Oh, goodness, if y'all can remember back to day four, you know, uh, I just want to say the first thing out of the gate was that match between Dai Shoho and Chiyoshoma. Now, there was something about this match on day four that normally, I mean, look, no offense to Chiyoshoma or Dai Shoho, they're not at the top, they're not top billing, you know, when I'm usually watching sumo, but they're both Mongolian. And there was something a little extra about this bout to me. I think it was possibly Mongolian pride, but Chiyoshoma. Sorry, I thought you said the Mongolian slide. And I just had this mental image of doing the Mongolian slide. Like, it's like the electric slide yes, in Mongolian yeah. and their cute little superwoman yes, outfits exactly. that are so sexy that I adore. Uh-huh. That's well, anyway, why I laughed. This one was Chiyoshoma. He had a huge touchy eye. And... Um, I'll cut to the end. He won. But it's kind of one of those things where I saw Chiyoshoma smile, and it's like he had a game plan, and it worked perfectly for him. So he did sidestep pretty much right at the Tachiai, and he got a grip on Daishoho's belt and then manhandled him back into the side and out. That was this day that I saw, oh, there's there's something inside that man, and this match meant something to him. It's the Mongolian slide. It could have been the Mongolian slide. You know what it is? He's anti-Tachiai, and he does the Mongolian slide right at the beginning instead. Well, it's like instead a, of maybe it's like right he's on. trying to not do a Sne- full Henka. Exactly. Because he is the Henka king. In. But he's like, I'm going to Mongolian try slide. Mongolian slide it. <laughs> anyway, Aoyama versus Takanosho. Uh, this was a very quick pull down by Aoyama. Um but he stepped out of the doyo before Takanosho was laid out and twisted down. So the call, I think, was first for Aoyama, and then the rever- it was reversed. That was interesting. Gosh, I have absolutely no re- recollection of this fight. Well, I know. Because it was Day so, four long, was so ago. long ago. I'm <laughs> talking, a week I mean, ago. I'm like, who do I talk about? I like, know. there's so many fights that maybe we just don't even remember. But, um, but this was right at the beginning. I think we were all just excited to be watching Sumo again. Well, it was back then, it was like anyone's Basho yeah. still. Well, kind of still is. <laughs> no. I think the fight of the day, I mean, I'll talk about the later fights, but actually, the fight that was the most interesting to me was Ichi Yamamoto versus Nishiki Fuji mm. because Ichi Yamamoto was met with the same barrage of slaps he normally doles out. And I think Nishiki Fuji was like, two can play at that game you easily. Fool. Yes. And Ichi Yamamoto's arm game was blunted because Nishiki Fuji got in real close 
to make sure that, you know, those long, lanky arms of Ichi Yamamoto just couldn't be used to full effect. And I couldn't believe my eyes because Ichi Yamamoto then came in and he went for Nishiki Fuji's belt, which you're like, you rarely see Ichi Yamamoto go for the belt. Well, True. he did. I True had enough. no idea he could be on the belt. He didn't look natural. But he did. <laughs> but he did it. Good for him. <laughs> and Nishiki Fuji's game plan was working too because he avoided all this backward movement um, by Ichi Yamamoto's thrust. He just withstood it. He stopped the barrage finally got the belt grab and he was on the right inside, left outside. And he then forced Ichiyamamoto to resort to the belt, which he knew this is not this kid's game, right? right? I'll it's have not a leg his, up. I'll have a leg up. It's not his strong suit. And from there, once Nishiki Fuji got in, he was in the driver's seat and he just had a very easy win with a crush out and a complete flattening of Ichiyamamoto into the dirt. So that was a fun one. Mm. Kota Shoho versus Takayasu. I just have to say, nice try, kiddo. <laughs> Huge Tachiai and a sidestep from Kota Shoho meant that Takayasu was stumbling forward, but he he does like recover. He ended up facing to the side twice, actually. And Kota Shoho just keeps going in with this kind of like, like Takayasu was turned to the side. Yeah, and oh. he he withstood both. Or three time, two or three times that that was Kota Shoho's approach. Just get this big guy, swipe his shoulder, get him to the side. Um, but every single time, Takayasu was able to recenter himself and refocus and charge back. He's and, a big man to move. Yeah. I mean, I totally get that. Even though Kota Shoho had a great basho last time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember loving watching him lose against yeah. Takayasu. Well, yeah. It's just this match was just complete pro- versus young kid who's just trying to figure out like how to beat some of these big beasts in well, the he, just, he doesn't have the he doesn't have the strength he doesn't have the lower body strength right. to go and, toe to toe against right Takiyasu, and takiyasu right? also has so much experience being like okay great if you move me like this i'll move like this like he's just had more time in the doyo to figure out how to get out defensively from some of these moves mm. so that was a nice, nice point nice 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 one for me. Uh, Nishikigi versus Kota Nawaka. This was a lightning fast Katsukashi from Koto Nawaka. You expect a Katsukashi from Midori Fuji. Right. But Kota Nawaka did it and looked like he was he was real sneaky. He looked like he was going for the belt and then reaching in and couldn't get it. But he was like in a good position to then grab under the shoulders. And he just kind of threaded the needle and sent Nishiki Fuji or Nishikigi down. I think I'm remembering way back in day four was probably the day where I thought Kota Nawaka. Could have a um, chance. Yeah, yeah. Could have a He's chance. He's looking really good this time. And He's I love it. You, you look over and you see his, oops, you, I'm sitting at the table. I'm so excited about Kojinawaka. But you look over and you see his dad sitting stoically, you know, at the side of the ring. Imagine every day you go into work. And you do your work in front of your father. And he's scowling the whole time. Yeah. Or emotionless. I know. Wouldn't that be weird? Oh, my God. The drama in that family. I can't even imagine. There's so many strange things about Sumo. I know. Like, like sometimes I just find myself thinking about random things like that. Like, yeah. that dynamic. As well as, can you imagine if your work day consisted of you being willing to be slapped across the face as hard Hurt. as someone <laughs> could slap you as often as they thought you needed it? I know. And you got paid for that. Well, the other side of the coin is... Can you imagine a day at work where you get to slap somebody silly with no right. repercussions? Right, none. People are like, great job. <laughs> Good job. You did it. You can get out some anger. Oh. Well, day four also had me uh, 
very sad about Wakataka Kage. He's clearly injured, but Shodai is looking pretty good. Yeah. This Tachiai was met equally, but a strong Shodai lifts upwards on Wakataka Kage and gets his left inside grip pretty much straightforward, rushes him, uh, Wakataka, Kage, Wakataka Kage backwards. Wakataka Kage escapes and scoots around the perimeter to regroup, but Shodai has this right side arm lock and uses that to his advantage, lifts up. Wakataka Kage is backwards and out. It was kind of like a big old belly rush from Shodai. And I was like, great job, Shodai. Can't believe my eyes. Great job. This is the emotional roller coaster that is sumo. Like, you're so happy for one guy. Yeah. And so bummed for, for the other I one. know, I know. Like, does it have to happen to Wakataka Kage? But it's Shodai. I know, right? Oh. We've been wanting Shodai to get his mojo back. This is the reason I got, one of the reasons I got sucked into sumo. I know. You it's know? full of surprises. <gasps> Last bout of the day, it was a very simple takedown of an Ozeki. Abi, was there still Nozeki in at this day? I guess there was. Takakesho, yes, yes, yes. I had four. to think back. It was a, a tachiai and a step back and a pull down from behind the neck of Takakesho that put him in the dirt. And I thought I saw a moment of worry. I'm sure I did on Takakesho's face because at this point, he's got two wins and two losses. And you can win a tournament with a 13-2 if you win every bout for the rest of the tournament. Um, but most likely you'd be in a playoff. Like, that's not the best score for uh, Yokozuna to be winning. Uh, Are you saying you watched the dreams of this young man yes. dying on the vine? Yeah, right there with Abby. Right I wrote, there. I wrote injury? Question mark. I think that's what I saw. Injury? Well, something was off, but it was a pretty quick takedown. So either he was mentally rattled, something else happened, but whatever the case is, Takakesha was like, but and you there saw his dreams go my dream <laughs> of being a Yokozuna. Not just a Basho. Well, it's like, we, you know, you have, Yokozuna. in life, we always have a little hope. You oh, know? yeah. It's yeah, very, yeah. very slim. And I think I saw him grasp, like, Okay, it's very time. unlikely. <laughs> I can do it, but it's very unlikely. Hard. Yeah. So that's oh. that's the end of day four for oh, me. Oh, man. Okay, an emotional day four. Day five, I'm not going to say all that much about, but there were a few fights that stood out to me, and I really loved it. One of them, Hokuseho versus Ichinojo. I was watching the English translation this day, and yeah. I had forgotten, or maybe I didn't know, that Ichinojo just recovered from herniated disc surgery. Oh, yeah. And they said that, and I, I was like, oh, really? I didn't recall that he had gone into surgery for that. But then I thought, well, he looked really good against a super tall Hokuseho. There was, it, it was just a really big lockup, and it was a lot of strength versus strength. But it right. was a new guy versus a very experienced guy. Right. And on Both day five, Both yeah, tall. the experienced guy won out. Ichinojo won when Ho it seemed as though Hokuseho got impatient, tried to change the grip, and that was the opening that Ichinojo needed to go chest to chest yeah. and hand Hokuseho his first loss of this yeah. top division. Yeah. So it was great sumo on Ichinojo's part, mm -hmm. and I didn't realize he had just gone through surgery. Maybe you said that in the news and I'd just forgotten it? I don't know I can't remember. if I did. I don't think I remember that. But it makes sense because if he was going to have a surgery, he might as well do it during his suspension. 
Right. If he was like, like I've got great, six weeks off. I'm going to so. be plummeting in the ranks anyway. It's very smart. Yeah. I'm like, well, now's the, a good time to finally have some surgery. I got suspended. They don't like me now anyway. Might as well get my surgery. Right. <laughs> multitasking. Yeah. Sumo multitasking. I really loved on day five, the Ura Takayasu Yeah, fight. I loved everything about this struggle of I a match. figured you would. Ura is a very, very tricky opponent for Takayasu. He's small. He's feisty. He's fast. He's all over the place. A lot of and it trickeration. Can, yeah, a lot of trickeration. And it has just flummoxed Takayasu in the past. He's a hard guy for him to grab. He's a hard guy for all of them. He's so freaking yes. flexible. And he's cheeky, and he's in there, and he's, he's fast. Cheeky. He's just well. He's got this little wry smile. He's he's yeah. in there to make yeah. trouble, and he loves being the one that makes the trouble. Yeah, but if you're going to be a sumo wrestler at the top, you have to be. You have to know how to do sumo against anybody who comes your way. Right, big, tall, small, fast, slow. Whatever someone's style is, you have to be able to take it on. And unfortunately for Takayasu, Ura's style has been a challenge for him. Yeah. So Takayasu right away went for this huge pushing attack and kept Ura away from him. Ura pushed right back. He tried for Takayasu's leg. Ura was so solid, so good, and unpredictable. But Takayasu this time won out, won the day, and ended up pushing him out. I didn't even write down what the winning move was, did you? Uh, yeah, it's a Tsuki Otoshi, but what he, he did is like, Ura got in and under, and Takayasu was very vulnerable, but he regrouped. He lifted up on Ura's arm and then peeled Ura off of that close position and eventually just swatted Ura down from the back of the head. Oh, I love it. Takayasu was like, not today. Not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> yeah, not today. I'm glad you liked it too, because, yeah, I absolutely loved it. Midori Fuji, haven't talked that much about him, but on day five, he dispatched Sada Naomi so fast it made my head spin. Yep. Wakamoto Haru took all of the Tamawashi chin and throat attacks he possibly could. I have no idea how. He was not moving his feet. He didn't move anything else except for his upper body. And then he just stepped to the side and slapped Tamawashi down. And I just continue to love Wakamoto Haru. I think he's ring flexible. Oh, uh, his yeah. neck and upper body is pretty flexible. And I think that helps him with those notawas. Unfortunately for his brother. <laughs> oh, man. This was day five, okay? Wakataka Kage just could not. Well, let me back up. Wakataka Kage showed his medal. Really, on day five. He took on Mitakeyumi. And he pushed for all of his might. He was so fast. He was so solid. He pushed Mitakeyumi across the the ring and out. And it looked like he got his first win. But mid-bout, unfortunately, he pushed so hard on the Tawada that one of his knees accidentally touched the ground. So they flipped the win. And it actually went to Mitakeyumi instead. That's right. It was, I didn't want this to be true. Like I saw it happen mid-bout and I thought, oh, maybe it was just hovering above the ground because no, he's working it, it so touched. hard, so hard. I wanted this to be <laughs> The crowd also was with you. They did not like that. <gasps> no, they it didn't was, like it at all. It's called the Tsukihiza. Tsukihiza. When you, you put your Tsukihiza? When you put your Tsukihiza. Or it might, it might be a... Sounds like, like a, a sneeze. A non-technique. <laughs> 
It's when you accidentally put your knee on the ground. Yeah, it's knee down the match. Yeah, that's what it is. It's Wakataka Kage not catching a break. And it's, oh, it sucks. Because he's 0-5. I know. That was his fifth loss in a row. I think everyone is just like, what? By this time, everybody's like, what is going on? It really must be that training injury that's bothering him. I don't understand And then I'm like, he's got four kids. He's got four mouths to feed. (laughs) Poor guy. Like, I know that's not how it works, but in my mind, I've created some, like, Dickensian sort of, like, he's he's going to be poor and he... (laughs) <laughs> he's going to be out on the streets. Out on the streets win. tomorrow with that oh. injury, and he's 0 5. Okay, but the surprise win of day five for me, as wonderful as all of that was, was Nishkigi beating Hoshoryu yeah. on day five. It was the surprise win of the day. I don't, it, I just wrote, wow. Uh, um, Kotanage? Wow, wow. Nishkigi threw a beautiful. Kotonage on Hoshoryu, who did not expect that. No, and it did not make him happy. No, it did not, but it made the rest of us happy. Hoshoryu is as much fun to watch lose as Abi. He really is. Yeah. I enjoy Hoshoryu losing more than Abi because Hoshoryu just broods like his uncle. You like a brooder? I do. I like the drama. I mean, he'll cut his eyes at guys and all kinds of stuff. Like, he's real. He's a real dramatic guy. Even though off the doyo, he's smiley and he wears his glasses. But on the doyo, he likes looking fierce. Yeah, so watch out for that, ladies. If you get involved with this gentleman, he's a brooder. Yeah. Okay, that's it for day five. Yeah. Also, Takakesho managed to cannonball Rudin. So... So that, maybe he was okay. Maybe, maybe was he was no okay. Injury. It's that, a real mystery at this yeah. point. Uh, uh, yeah. Until day six. The Hank King is back in town. Chiyoshoma did his best Hanka on Azumaru, and it was a Hatakikomi slapdown. So or was it the Mongolian slide? This one was a straight up Hanka. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's back. He's back, everyone. Midori Fuji versus Endo. I like this one. He really... Midori Fuji does like a really good job getting inside and moving Indo back. He sets up with a katsukashi and pulls Indo to the dirt with it easy. Um, it was an undershoulder swing down. His signature move. It's his signature move. And he's also tied with Takiyasu at 6-0. and oh. So everyone at this point started to be like, okay, well, there's Takiyasu, who's very much in the running for this Yusho, but... Whoa, here comes this little Midori Fuji. And I think all of us on day six started to be like, no, wait a second. He has six and oh. Well, and he did that against Endo. Mm-hmm. Endo should have seen that coming. He did, but he allowed it like he didn't even see it coming. So, it, it, but it makes, as I'm watching Midori Fuji all the other days, I'm like, he's just so fast. Mm-hmm. And... He switches his approach. And, you know, he's Isagahama. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting there practicing with Teda Fuji and Takara Fuji and all. The, I mean, that's a powerhouse of a stable. Mm-hmm. So I'm going, how does this little guy get to be this good? Well, he's practicing with a Yokozuna. <laughs> that would do it. <laughs> that would train you up pretty good. Yeah. Even if your Yokozuna is just sitting on the sidelines going, do this, do that, do this, do that. Right. That's a huge advantage. Yeah. It's huge. The last three fights of the day, Wakataka Kage finally gets a win on day <laughs> day six. Day six. Um, now, he's also fighting Ryuden, who's sitting at Maegashira 2, who, after this match, also has the same record of one and five. 
Um, but Wakatakakage gets in close post Tache and just buries his head into Rudin's chest. He shoves upwards with Herculean strength and gets Rudin up too high and sort of turns him around. And Rudin gets moved back and sideways. And Wakatakakage is in a good push. He's like in a good pushing, shoving position. And he does. He gets a simple Yori Kiri. But uh, the first win is on day six for Wakatakakage. And I think we were all relieved. Yeah. Thank goodness. We're like, he's back. Um, cut to day 10. Um, anyway, no, we'll talk about Kiribayama versus Nishikigi. This was a beautiful Sotogake leg uh, pick or leg throw from Kiribayama. Kiribayama came in at the Tachiai and he doesn't have the power or the weight that Nishikigi does, but he's clever. He he gets his left arm deep inside on Nishikigi's right side looking for a throw attempt. Nishikigi lifts up and tries to move Kiribayama backwards, but he hangs on kind of like a monkey on Nishikigi's leg and tries a sotogake there. And it doesn't quite work, but what it gets is him the momentum that he needs for the second sotogake approach, which does work. And Nishikigi goes falling backwards. Kiribayama fell too, and I felt like when I watched this, he he kind of winced when he got up, like he may have hurt his left shoulder, because he kind of took a while to get up, and I was worried, and I was hoping that that did not spell disaster, or that was a rotator cuff, but I can tell you the next day he came back, and I think he's fine, but it was like a really hard-fought match, two leg attempts that the second one worked, but really... At the end, there was something when he fell with Nishikigi that I was like, something, something was weird about that. Who won? Uh, Kiribayama. Kiribayama. Okay. I couldn't remember. I remember the fall and I remember him getting up really slowly, but yeah. I couldn't remember who won. Yeah. Well, in our last bout of the day was former Ozeki Mitakeyumi versus current Ozeki Takakesho. Mitakeyumi was determined to win this one. Mitakeyumi was meeting him with huge blasts, huge shoves, huge steps forward, upper body, big blasts. Takakesho went backwards and Mitakeyumi just overpowered him with these thrusts. It was an Oshidashi win, but it did look weird. And I thought, I think something's wrong with Takakesho. Which takes us right to day seven. That's right. Where Takakesho is now out. He is out with a torn knee ligament meniscus. or meniscus, which is your kneecap, right. which is painful. And it did happen earlier. So We heard it happened like on day three right. in the Basho, and he's been trying to push around right. it. So he got that one win on Rudin the next day. Yep. And then after that, it was he was kind of toast. But if you... Oh, knees... Knees. When you're a big guy, knees are trouble. Well, think about all the weight that's I know. on your knees just know. every time you walk down the street. Oh, my nuts. God. Yeah. And trying to climb up on a doyo and jump off of a doyo. And falling on one, falling on your kneecap. I yeah. mean, who knows? Yeah. He's not the only meniscus injury we had. Somebody oh, else. There's 41 other men I... out there. <laughs> but somebody else pulled out with a meniscus. It was Onosho yeah, later. Yeah, Onosho. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what that meant is everything changed. On day seven, now we've got no Yokozuna, and we've got no Ozeki. Or, so no, or a Yokozuna run. Well, yeah, no Yokozuna run. <laughs> no so that means that. our last fights of the day are now with Sekiwake, which 
feels completely different. Right. There's no longer these people at the top who are like, I am holding on to this kind of status. Now it's a kachikoshi, makikoshi game. Yeah. So I don't know. For me, it felt very different after day seven. Mm. And I will say day seven overall was really a tough day to be a judge, to be a sideline judge. <laughs> you guys. Because they got, they got flattened three times <laughs> on day seven. And a couple of the, the nice people sitting around them yes. also got just full on pummeled. Chiyoshoma won on day seven, but he flattened the chief judge <laughs> who was real shaky getting up. Who else? Mitaki Yumi flattened a judge on the way out. He lost his, but he still he still flattened a judge. And uh, in the Kiribayama Kotonowaka match, again, Kiribayama lost, but landed on the seat of Kotonowaka's father. Right. His own father, as if Kotonowaka was like, here, dad, have Kiribayama for lunch. Just completely flattened him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Side note, Kotonowaka's father is quite a looker. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. Yes. He's a very jug-headed man. Yeah. He, like, he's looks like... He's got a like, mug of a head. I mean, he's got a, yeah. he's got a jaw. He's got a head. He's yeah. got a big head. But he's a good-looking man. Yeah. I was... I That was the first time I'd really gotten a good look at him, and I thought, oh, look at that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He's, he's a handsome... He's a handsome guy. That's right. I think... Um, who's my... Oh, the tall Mongolian with the great hair. Oh, it's, it's his name is escaping me. He's my hottie, my Oyakata hottie. Are you talking about the guy that sings? That little bit of short guy that sings? No, no, no. He's tall. He's tall. He's Mongolian. Oh, I don't um, know. Azumazeki. Oyakata. He could be anyone, like Ed Sheeran, for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> does he like Ed Sheeran? He probably does. <laughs> he probably does. They all do. <laughs> I'll find you a picture. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Back to day seven. Let me talk a little bit about the sumo itself, not just what a tough day it was for the judges. Let's talk a little bit about Endo. Because he hankered on day seven and oh, poor, I know. poor Aoyama. He, oh, he did not expect it. He tried to turn and fight and meet Endo, but he got his feet tangled underneath him and he fell backwards. It was such a successful Henka. It's so, I feel so bad laughing at someone when the Henka is that good, but it is. It's just like a the most wonderful pratfall when someone doesn't, when someone loses track of their feet in a Henka. Yes. It really is. I'm so. still trying to find my hottie Oyakata. You, you look for your hottie Oyakata. I know, but I'm not listening because I'm all interested in who my hottie, hottie Oyakata is. Well, and you may want to listen to the next one I'm going to talk about because it's Takayasu versus Midori Fuji. Okay, now this one I can talk about. Okay, both leading, both in the leader seat on day seven, neither one of them have lost at all. Big, huge blast at the Tachiai from Takayasu, just as you would expect. That's what he does. Midori Fuji stayed in. He stayed in. He moved to the side. He moved to the right. And he thrust down big old Takayasu. It was the shocker win of the season, y'all. I, I did not expect that at all. I know. And uh, I, I was okay with it. I was sad, but I was like, what? Here's our storyline. Well, I mean, Sumo gives you the storyline. Honestly, what I thought was this is kind of a relief because Takayasu doesn't always do the best in first place. Right. Being one off the pace is probably better for Takayasu. 
Which is that's where you usually is weird. And then we all hope that yeah, we all want Takayasu to be in the top. We all do, you know. So for me, the loss was like okay. I can handle that. Less pressure on Takayasu. Right. But that does not take away from the amazing, amazingness of Midori Fuji's ability to stay in there and sustain against that blast. I mean, keep his like head and his half wits the about size, him. half the yeah. weight. And, and that just belly, shift to the side. It was sitting there right in its face. Uh-huh. I mean, he played his card so perfectly. And then just pull, pull Takayasu basically straight down onto his belly, onto his chest. Yeah. It just, it worked beautifully. I was so impressed. Shodai got in and under on day seven against Abby, withstood the neck attacks and took Abby out, which delighted me to no end. Sorry if you're an Abby fan. <laughs> I am more of a Shodai fan than I am an Abby fan. So I love that. <laughs> Wakataka Kage, finally, he got his second win on day seven, this time against Onosho. And at the end of this bout, it really looked as if Onosho's ankle or knee was kaput. Something was wrong. He was in pain. And I believe this was the last day we saw him. But at the end of day seven, Midori Fuji was the only guy in the lead, followed by Takayasu and Daisho. Yeah, and I figured out who my Harikata was. Okay, Harikata. Harikata alert. It's it's, it's kyo- like an Italian it, dish. It Harikata. is. Kyoku Tenho. Oh, Kyoku Tenho. Yeah. Yeah, you know him. He has a great head of hair. He is super sexy in his in his in his Oyakata days. You know who he is? Oh. Yeah. Okay, I I know who he is now. Not on my list, but I'm great. Grady's on yours. I mean, look at this smile. Look at this smile. My That is a great smile. It is a great smile. And maybe I just like Mongolians. Because he's Mongolian. Yeah, we're kind of realizing we like Mongolians. I guess. I don't yeah. know. Although Wakamoto Haru is Japanese. So yeah, and I like him. I, I like him really quite love a bit. him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, back to Sumo as I've spent <laughs> your entire day <laughs> the seven looking for the hottest Oyakata. Well, my Harikata That's what is Sumo still, could be. Sumo Kaboom brings you. I know. Mine is still <laughs> David Beckham of the Sumo world. I think he's a Harikata. Who? David Beckham. Which one is that? Well, what is his Oyakata name? Look up David Beckham of Sumo. <laughs> <laughs> David Beckham of Sumo. Yes. Uh, He's the super tall. Does super... he have a high voice? No. Oh, you're talking about the the, the... guy from Eastern Europe. Yes. K- uh, Koto Show. No, Koto, Koto Oshu. Koto Oshu. That's, that's who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't impress me quite as much as as the other guy, but I can see it. I can see it. He's quite large, yes. and he's very. He has a very fine, thin frame these days. Yeah, he's lanky and tall. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we on day eight? Yes, day eight. <laughs> <laughs> Hokuseho versus Kotoeko. I like this one because I it was really great defense by Hokuseho. So from the beginning, Kotoeko had a game plan and that was to get inside and push like hell upwards on the tall man's chest it worked and Hokuseho seemed to be really vulnerable in this attack just as Kotoeko was trying to finish him off and go for Kotoseho's lower half and like a leg pick right at the edge Hokuseho reached up over the top he pulled up on like the knot the twisted part like of of the back of Kotoeko's 
uh, Mawashi and twisted and like threw Kotoeko down. It was called a Harimanage, a Hariman- Harimanage. And it's basically throwing the wrestler down from behind him with a grab from the knot of the back of the Mawashi. Just clearly depositing the other guy with this overarm position grab on the belt and sending him yeah. off and it's like a, trash. It's a rare technique, but I think it's rare just because most people don't have long enough arms to reach back there right. and then maneuver anything. Right. But Hokuseo has some... Lo- He's got, like, lorry arms. I have really long arms, too. He's lanky. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see what techniques come out of this tall kid. Uh, because well, that it's one true. was a good one. That one was a real fun one. So I'm excited for more 6-7 sumo techniques. Yeah, bring on a 6-7s. Oh, poor Azumaru. He finally got that... Kachikoshi last boss show, and then he followed up with eight straight losses. <laughs> straight to that Makikoshi record. Like It was just oof. too much. I think it was the pressure. Man, I I like... nobody went from the height of it to eight straight losses. It's kind of like Shodai having his Ozeki party and then, and then losing, losing the Ozeki status. status. I know. I, I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. Oh... Hiradoumi versus Takayasu, I have to say Hiradoumi just came out guns a-blazing and that yeah. energy was just a bit too much. I mean, Takayasu withstood the immense struggle um, that was coming from Hiradoumi. Hiradoumi got this double inside grip that he wanted. He got close. They kind of stalled out so that Takayasu could kind of like calm the storm and just like regroup regroup like he does. But it it. It was it was still that energy that Hiradoumi was not ready to like he was not ready to go into some sort of stasis moment. He had um, the second advance post that that uh, second that stall out that got Takayasu Takayasu pushed back into the edge and out. Hiradoumi in this match, I just wrote he was determined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What I recall is Hiradoumi's speed was just. Like Mach 7. Yeah. Unfortunately, Takiyasu did everything right, but just didn't win. Right. It's like... <laughs> just because Hiradoumi just beat He him. just had more energy. Just more speed. Yeah, yeah. He really was fast. Yeah. Midori Fuji. Oh, man. I love to watch him beat Aoyama. Oh, it's another it's person a, another I person I love watching. <laughs> yeah, Midori Fuji withstood a huge kachiage blast, a forearm blast up top, a barrage of supari attack from Aoyama. He just stayed low and close and to the inside. He just managed to get inside and blunted Aoyama's weapons, which is which are his arms. So then, as he usually does, he just gets a left side grip and. That doesn't work, so he gets that Katsukashi throw, which doesn't work, but uh, it gets Aoyama turned a little to the side, and then Midori Fuji seized on that vulnerable moment and finished him off with an advance, and the big man is off balance, and then he's easy to push out to the edge and over the line. So it was Yori Kitty win. If you think about the visual of that, Yori Kitty from Midori Fuji on Aoyama. In my humble opinion, Midori Fuji should earn the top prize just for withstanding the amount of pushes and like slaps to the head that Aoyama yeah. gave him in this fight. I mean, it's no wonder that Midori Fuji has no neck. Right. Because you would have to have like unbelievable <laughs> strength inside your neck to be able to withstand all of like the poking and the grabbing of the face and like yeah. trying to push you out just by your head. Yeah, and he, and yet he withstood all of that. I was so. Impressed. I don't know how he does it. I don't he either. Did it. I don't know how he does it. 
This was another one of those days. How is that your job? Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Another match that was interesting, mainly because of Onosho's energy. Um, Endo ended up winning this one with a Yori Kitty win. But it's all after this match on this day, you understand Onosho went out uh, of the tournament with, I think, a right knee or left knee meniscus injury because it looked like a Butscotti exercise. It looked like Endo just pushed Onosho across the sand like it was an exercise and Onosho just stepped out and he was hobbling a bit afterwards. Daesho versus Abi. Abi's antics didn't work on the upper body strength and power of Daesho today. Daesho just gets a bit in close and Abi can't jab his long arms. Daesho rushes back at Abi and lifts up under his armpits and just moves forward on him. Daesho is sitting pretty at seven and one. All right. The match of the day was Kiribayama versus Tobizaru. Loved, loved, loved this feisty Tobizaru, but also I loved, loved, loved the skill it took Kiribayama to deal with all that Tobizaru was throwing at him Mm. on this day. Mm -hmm. From the top, Tobizaru was low and throwing everything but but the kitchen sink. Slaps, pushes, and also Kiribayama was really moving well in the same way. In fact, he spun Tobizaru around in a full circle, and somehow Tobizaru got himself recentered. Everything was thrown back and forth to each other. Kiribam was trying his best to shove Tobizaru left and right and to do anything to keep Tobizaru from getting inside, which is all Tobizaru wanted, is an inside grip. All the while, Tobizaru seemed quite fine with all of this chaos. Or chaos. Or chaos. <laughs> it could be also called a Greek, Greek, Greek chaos. chaos. A couple of missed slapdown attempts from Kiribayama in this kind of middle part of the fight, but it was a really fun pushing and thrusting and slap battle. I mean, each attempt had Tobizaru just coming right straight back at Kiribayama, and now Kiribayama gets this really, finally, the strong inside position on Tobizaru, but they stall out. It's almost like they exhausted themselves. Now, Tobizaru also has a grip. But it's with his right hand. So I don't think that that's the stronger grip. You know, the two. Kiribayama has his sweet, sweet spot grip. The crowd is now going crazy. Sweet spot grip. Yeah. The crowd is going crazy because we love these types of matches. Yeah. Finally, Tobizaru unsuccessfully goes for a makikai to improve his grip, which was a mistake. And he's vulnerable. And just then, Kiribayama seized on it, rushes him backwards to the edge. He pulls a beautiful Uwatanage throw. And I have to say, Tobizaru resisted it well. Kiribayama could have hit the ground first, but as they were both falling... Kiribayama just used that upper falling position and laid all of his weight on Tobizaru to assure that he hit the dirt first. And he did. So beautiful sumo from both men. Yeah. And you're so right. The crowd loved it. They did. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And you got to love. That's the good stuff. You got to love those really long fights where someone manages to get a spin in there and you keep going. And at the very end... When, it, when they've given us like a minute or more of sumo, yeah. it ends up being the Uwatanage versus Shitatanage. And so there's that moment right at the edge where you're like, oh, who's going to go down first? Which one is going to win out? But it was the crushing, oh. it was the upward position and somehow 
Kiribayama knew he just understood the matrix in that world. He had to suspend himself in that upper position and force Tobizaru down first. Yeah. It's crazy. That's all I have for day eight. I also loved on day eight the Kochinawaka versus Tamawashi. Mm. Mm-hmm. I loved it because, okay, Tamawashi's not having a great tournament. No, he's this one and seven after this match. Yeah, but it still, looked easy. It looked easy for Kochinawaka. Yeah, he just, he completely grabbed big old Tamawashi in a hug, and Tamawashi couldn't do anything. I know there's been some hubbub that Tamawashi might be dealing with an injury, which sort of seems rare. But yeah, he's usually not this. He doesn't have this bad of a record. So methinks, even though he's not limping or showing any of it, he 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 never does. He never does. He never goes out. All right, day nine. Takiyasu versus Aoyama. We're talking a lot about Takiyasu. Yes, because. He's on the leaderboard. And I just want to talk about this one because uh, I'm starting to get nervous. It's like day nine. Takayasu is near the top and I want this for him. And he goes up against Aoyama. They have it a 12. It should be like a comfortable feeling for you because this is how I we know. feel every single Basha. I know. Like he has but, hope. I know. <laughs> and then it all falls but apart. But then he meets Aoyama and you look at their record and you're like, oh, they're 12 for 12. Right. It could go either way. It could way. go either way. Oh, but I liked this one because Takayasu came out aggressive and he oshied the hell out of Aoyama. <laughs> it was as if he was like, I'm just going to run straight over you. Right. And he won. It was definitive. And I was like, okay, thank you for assuaging my fears. Takayasu, <laughs> thank you. All right. So felt good about that one. I think, believe it was the very next fight. Azumaru lost again. So the poor guy went to 0-9. <laughs> I just, I feel Thank so God bad he finally for him. was able to get married, though, last, <sighs> this last time around. Yes, yes, yes. Midori Fuji did not let Ura in. He blocked him from the side. And as soon as Ura pulled, Midori Fuji said, Aha, there's my moment. I am just going to land one huge push. And out went Ura. It looked easy. I know. It looked easy. And, and they're like, both small guys. I know. And I wonder why, like, I was thinking, why did it look easy? It's because maybe he knows, like, Ura's body better than, because he's closer, you know, in height. Like, maybe he just knew the shortest path to take. The old, the taller guys Maybe. are a mixed bag of of approaches, but somebody his own height, he he maybe seems more a little bit more straightforward in approach. A lot of people are very afraid of Ura because he's so small, right? And they're like, if I'm too aggressive with him, he's gonna pull me down. Well, and Ura's Ura's thing is that he gets in low and inside, like insanely low, but yeah. up against another small guy, it's not as big of a trick. And. Midori Fuji is just really strong. He's much stronger. I know. He has very developed buns. If you've noticed, his buns are like Like you have nuts. to be developed. If you're going to be that size right. and in Sobo, you have to be developed or else you're just going to get injured right and right. left. You know, to be able to walk away from the sport, you gotta, you got to be developed. And the man is jacked. Yeah. The man is absolutely jacked. Okay. Ichi Yamamoto earned his stripes and a win <laughs> against... Go to Shoho. It was on miraculous day nine. ending he, on this one. 
Kota Shoho, okay, still, great. yeah, not having the best Basho, but he <laughs> broke Ichiyamamoto's balance twice. Still, Ichiyamamoto managed to land one huge push and win against Kota Shoho. I was just, okay, Ichiyamamoto's footwork is getting better, I yeah. think is my point. Yes. It used to be he was all pushes and you could just slap him down because he was like leaning too far forward. Yeah. And that's what Kota Shoho tried, but Ichiyama moment is just getting better. I'm going to skip to Shodai versus Kota Nawaka. Great job. I love talking about Shodai this time around, even though it didn't quite end in his favor, but I always like to talk about Shodai if he's having a good time. Let me see if I can describe this fight. There was a big blast and a bounce back from both of these guys I always love it when they're like both men bounce back yeah in like equal amounts you can tell they both put their all into it there was a pull to shodai's head so kota nawaka reached over pulled on the back of shodai's head and shodai almost turned that into a win because he ran kota nawaka right back to the edge and up but he just could not finish Kota Nawaka. They were both a little bit too high at the edge. Kota Nawaka escaped, pushed Shodai all the way back across the doyo. It ended up just dumping Shodai on his butt. It proved that Kota Nawaka really does have some moves, and he truly is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yes. If he if he's not winning Basho's already, it's not going to take long. No. It was a great fight. Kota Nawaka walked away with this win. Wakamotoharu wrapped up Abi's arms, hugged him, smothered him out. It was sexy. It was awesome. And again, I got to watch Abi lose. <laughs> Wakamotoharu <laughs> smother someone. It's like my perfect sumo match. Oh, man. Okay. I, li- I like Abi, the bad boy of sumo. <laughs> I don't enjoy him losing quite as much as you do, but I understand why you like watching Wakamotoharu win. <laughs> okay, but I'm going to skip to my other favorite bout of the day hoshoryu versus tomizaru okay tomizaru hankered but hoshoryu recovered remember i was just talking about aoyama yeah. and how wonderful it is to watch people fall after hanka yeah hoshoryu recovered it was close it was he close. almost went down but he recovered he twisted around he stepped to the side pushed down to the back of tomizaru's head to win and Almost just as good was Tobizaru's reaction after this fight, where he was like smiling. Uh, it, it was oh, as if sure you sealed the deal with a big old like evil glare <laughs> at him. It was like, you're gonna try that? Yeah, but you're gonna try the business with it's me. It's a taste of his own medicine. Well, of course, honestly. But the best part was Tobizaru's like like little look on his face, as if he was saying, "All right, it was worth a try." Right. <laughs> It's worth a try. I didn't think it would really win, and it didn't. But it's worth a try. You can't blame me for giving it a whirl. Exactly, you know? (laughs) Okay, one other great fight. I feel like we just talked about Kiribayama versus Ryudin. What was the long Ryudin fight we just talked about? Oh, it was Kiribayama versus um, Tobizaru. Okay. Well, this was another really long bout. Ryudin put up a big battle fight with leg trips, great leverage, and perfect defense. Almost perfect defense is what I should say. It was all brute strength and brawn what in ha- this match. What happened is, oh, it just, it looked like Kiribayama 
had Ryudin, he was going to win, but Ryudin would just pull Kiribayama close and up every single time, lifting him too high so that Kiribayama couldn't finish him. And Ryudin tried everything. He he got out of everything. There were leg trips that were tried. Kiribayama just finally put him up on the Tawara and then pulled up and pushed up with his chest to finally get Ryudan out. But it just, it was another one of those really long matches that the audience got very into. Yeah. And we all just loved it. It was great sumo all the way around from both people. It's unfortunate that only one person can win after a fight like that. Right. It just happened to be Kiribayama. So it just was great sumo. I think Ryudan was trying really hard because he's sitting there with the one and eight Eight. record. So, I mean, this was a fight for his Maki Koshi. He got his Maki Koshi. He's he got it. He, congrats! <laughs> congrats on you, Maki Koshi Bingo. He was winners. trying to win those last <laughs> matches, all eight of them, and uh, his his hopes and dreams <laughs> fell away after that one. Okay, so at the end of day nine, Midori Fuji still unbeaten, sitting in first place. Daisho, I haven't talked a lot about him because when he wins, he wins definitively. There's usually. Yeah. The sumo isn't that as exciting for me to watch because it's just like he pushes people out. He's had one loss yeah, at the end. He's been pretty. Yeah. And, and I think was... most people assume like he's the real, like the real prospect for a winner. I think people still think that somebody's going to come along and dispose of Midori Fuji. Um, I think we all do. Yeah. 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 We're like, but it we, can't possibly be that. But... but there's three really strong guys. In third place with 7-2 records, and that's Takayasu, Indo, and Kotonawaka. All of them, okay, I would say four out of the five I would expect to be up there. Midori Fuji is a complete surprise. Right. I'm loving seeing him there, and it's still just a very exciting free-for-all. That was the last day I watched really in-depth. I just got finished with watching day 10, watching the starting to settle out. I'm loving it. Well, day 10 was funny to me because the first match that was like, what am I watching? Was the Byogaru versus Chiyoshoma match, which was just like a weird tachiai. Um, And then just weirder after that, they were very standoffish of each other. And they just stood like two feet apart and then slapped the bejesus out of each other's faces. And it was just like this open hand. Chiyoshoma smacked hard. And then Miyogaru looked like he threw a bar, a bar like fight punch. It it was not closed, but it was a big old slap to the face. Again, that's his job. I know. (laughs) It just was weird. Miyogaru lost, but it was close. It was just a strange approach to sumo by just (laughs) face slapping this match. Congratulations. Azumaru finally got his very first win with a Hataki Komi on poor Ichiyamamoto on day 10. God bless. (laughs) Congratulations. I bet he slept easy that night. Okay, so Hokuseiho versus Ura was like just super stupid fun. Yeah, Because basically it's just one grab that Ura gets somehow. He's... Off of the Tachiya, he's got a, le- a deep left and a right shallow and just hangs on for dear life, trying to manhandle Hokuseiho somewhere. Backwards, sideways, front, back, front, side, side. Hokuseiho's approach is just to basically lift up on Ura really high, and he does. They kind of stick to each other like they're, they can't help, that like they're somehow handcuffed to each other. <laughs> Sort of <laughs> like or sloth on a or, tree. Yeah, it was very weird looking. Like they were just stuck like glue to each other. Ura does this 
he 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 flings Hokuseo around pretty well, but each time Hokuseo braces very well and he doesn't fall. And you think he's going to fall because he's so tall, but he really uh, grounded himself, which I was, I've just kind of been surprised by that tall and that lanky of a body. Like his legs aren't quite as developed. He is grounding himself um, and he's proving to be very heavy. Anyway, Hokuseho tries a leg trip on Ura. So that was kind of fun to watch. It doesn't work. It gets Ura like kind of back and retreating, which I think Ura thought what he was going to do is get some distance to kind of fling Hokuseho out. But basically, he just ends up getting himself forced out with that momentum that he kind of caused himself. And it ends up being a Hokuseho win. It was a straightforward uh, Yori Kitty uh, win, but uh, interesting to see Ura versus this really tall guy. Yeah. Hokuseho has been really interesting for me to watch because uh, most of the time he's looked great, but there's been a few fights where it looks like he's just standing there. Right. And he's not doing anything. Right. And so I find myself going, what are you doing? Are you doing defense? Are you, what are you doing right, right now? He just kind of stands there and shuffles a little bit. Yeah. But this fight, I I thought that skill <laughs> really worked in his favor. Right. Because he was he was grounded and it showed like I thought he looked very patient and confident yeah. against Ura. Like it showed that he's he's really fearless. He doesn't need to do much. He would just shift a foot where it needed to go in order to offset anything that Ura was doing. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of people just try to keep Ura far, 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 far away. Right. But he didn't. He was like, no. I'm going to stay right with you and I'll just wait. I'll just and be heavy when, as hell. Yeah. And when the time comes, when I feel like I can do it, I'll do it. Yep. It's pretty cool. Also, best head of hair in the business. <laughs> best head of hair. Indo. Sneaky Indo. This was luring at its best. Indo versus Shodai. Indo allowed himself to be rushed back and Shodai is all over him, rushing at him like a freight train. And like a pro, Endo pivots and he gets deep inside on Shodai's chest with both arms, wraps up Shodai's upper body, and then just at the edge, Endo puts Shodai into the dirt. It was a beautiful beltless arm throw. I was surprised. It was a surprise. I think actually Endo was surprised at himself. Because his was face surprised. Yeah, his face afterwards was like now, how did I win that one? I really yeah. didn't think I was going to pull that off. And I didn't somehow he was, did. I didn't. I agree with you, Endo. I didn't think you were going to pull that off either. But it was pretty. It was beautiful. It was. Uh, the match that was the pairing that I liked the most of the day was Midori Fuji versus Tobizaru. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew this was going to be interesting. And basically, this one looked different because they locked up post-Tachiai. Midori Fuji gets inside on the like de- deep on the left side, right hand outside, and rushes Tobizaru back. And Tobizaru has a right inside grip, but I think he didn't know what to do with it for some reason. Midori Fuji is just so much faster, and he tries a leg trip. It doesn't work, but it has Tobizaru kind of stalling out and trying to calm everything down. Tobizaru tries that like five times like five more times to kind of like get a better grip and figure out what the heck do I do with this guy like he just makes me think that every move I make Midori Fuji is going to seize on every single shift or makikai all of that he just kind of doesn't know how to move because Midori Fuji is so fast 
Well, Midori Fuji takes his right arm and shoves like crazy on Tobizaru's left pec muscle, and he gets some distance, and that works fast because he hops backwards and pulls down on the other arm of Tobizaru to swing him inwards and then use that momentum to then swing him and push him offwards to the side. It was called a wadi dashi. Which I've never seen before. It's an upper arm force out and it's rarely seen. But what I thought it was, the, I thought what was interesting is how he used the momentum of pulling the other guy, like hit, like Midori Fuji's back was against the bales, like up against the bales. And he almost pulled Tobizaru in. And then with that, he braced himself to fling him off, like ricochet him off to the side. That's what it kind of looked like to my eyes. It looked, it looked like the most Okay, if you were dancing with someone and you pulled him in close and you grabbed him by the belt and then you violently swung them yeah. out to the left. Yeah, <laughs> violently. Violent square dancing yeah, is what it looked like. That is what it looked like. And it was Note awesome. to self, do not square dance with Midori <laughs> with Fuji. Midori Fuji. <laughs> yeah, swing dancing. Swing your partner round and round. Swing dancing with him would be terrifying. Seriously, yeah. Never do never dosi do or promenade with <laughs> a sumo wrestler. The last bout of the day, Koto Shoho, with the terrible record, beats Wakataka Kage, also with a terrible record. But he was getting better. Yeah, but he was wincing afterwards, Wakataka Kage. Oh. He was really in pain. And I was like, well, that's the reason why he is still dealing with that, I think, that rib injury. Okay, so that means after day 10, Midori Fuji is two bouts in the lead. His score right now is 10-0. and 0. And then there's three guys chasing him with an 8-2 record, Daesho, Kota Nawaka, and Endo. And then there's a whole bunch of guys in the 7-3 pack, okay? okay. It still is, it could be any of any of theirs. The yeah, Basho Midori Kumbala. Fuji has that two-win yes. gain on everybody else. But remember, Takayasu had a two-win gain. It was last year, one of the Bashos, he was two ahead. And we were all like, he's going to do it. I know. And then. So it is still anybody's game. Do you think he can do it? I do. I mean, he's, I mean. If Tokushoryu can do it, he can yeah, do it. I mean, that, I think I was saying that earlier to somebody. I was just like, look, I mean, crazy things happen. And with Takake show out, some of these high ranked guys that Midori Fuji hasn't fought they're not in the mix yeah he's already fought the other some of these other big guys so I don't think he's fought is he fought Daesho I don't Kiribayama he hasn't fought Kiribayama I don't think he's taken on the Komosubis yet or the Sekiwakis and I think they've got to make him fight higher so I think it's going to get much harder for him it is it is and the other guys had a harder schedule so it should get easier for them I would love for Midori Fuji to do it but right now I'm thinking Daesho or Co- I'm going to do Kotenwaka. Yeah, that's not a bad that's not a bad bet. That's not a bad bet. I would say both of those guys have got a good strong chance. They're both looking good. Yeah. And they have more experience. I and mean Midori Fuji would be dealing with nerves this this last yep. 4 or 5 days. He's going to be going, "Oh my god, am I going to win this thing?" And it gets into your head. Yeah. You know? Well, and I just, I'm not sure if he's got to start to take on Wakamotoharu and Kiribayama and then maybe Wakatakakage. Who knows what they're going to put him up against. Right. Wakatakakage, he could probably do okay against right now. If he doesn't win, he's definitely getting a technique price. 
He should. Absolutely. He should get a best in show. Yeah. And and Daye show, <laughs> I mean, uh, he is looking good. Uh, yeah. Coach Nawaka. My money's on Coach Nawaka right All now. All right. Right now. I love the way neither one of us chose Endo. As popular as Endo is in Japan, yeah, I don't neither think one it's... of us. Well, chose Endo, Endo, I think he doesn't care. I mean, I know he would like it, but like he's also like it doesn't. I could just go it have doesn't a beer. Mean anything? Yeah, he's just laid back. He's like, I could win, I could not. No big deal. I'm not gonna get worried about it. <laughs> no, watch. He'll be the one that takes. It I know, all on and day we'll 15. be all wrong. <laughs> or Takayasu will come flying. I back. mean, I've stopped. I've stopped hoping there. And if it if it happens, it's a pleasant surprise, and I'll be so happy. But. I won't talk about it. It's like forbidden, <laughs> verboten. Okay. All right. Till next week, we bring you 11 through 15. Get those bingos in. Send us an email at sumokaboom at gmail.com with a picture of your uh, your bingo along with that listed or well-marked your bingo with a big old red circle or tell us where the wrestlers are in the bingo and we will let you know if you win and if you get second place bingo we will put you into the lottery so keep an eye out for your bingos see y'all next week bye